Welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. This is Jill. This is Tara, and this is one of Jill's favorite days because not only does she have two incredibly hardworking businesswomen, but one of them owns Mamulas, her favorite place in which she visits often. So Rachel Miller Munzer is the owner of Mamulas. If you haven't been, you have to go. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, you and I have had a brief conversation about how you got started, and I think it's pretty interesting. Can you kind of take us through how you started your business and um, evolved into Mamalas? Well, maybe just start with what is Mamalas for people who don't okay. know it. Oh, sure. Um, so Mamalas is a modern Jewish delicatessen. We opened in um, Cambridge and Kendall Square in 2016, and um, we have since opened an outlet in Washington Square in Brookline and in the High Street Place Food Hall um, in downtown Boston. And we serve um, just classic Jewish deli food. Uh, we make a lot of it in-house. Um, we have our own bakery, we make our own bagels, we um, we used to make our pastrami and corned beef in-house until we expanded and couldn't uh, handle the production, so we have somebody that makes it for us now, and um, just uh, sort of honest um, Jewish food and also uh, Jewish community we've discovered is something else we've built. Very nice. Uh, Jill, before we get into how she started business. How many times do you think you've visited Mama Les in 2023? Well, t- 2023, I, I mean, my family and I have definitely taken out from Mama Les multiple times. I would say probably six or seven. Um, it's it's our go-to on a sun, usually a Sunday, like after religious school, when we're like, what are we going to have for lunch? I haven't gone to the grocery store and we're kind of in the, in the Jewish mode of religious school. We're like, <laughs> could really go for, actually, we let, my son loves, um, Mama's makes fantastic hot dogs, which, you know, it's maybe not the like down the middle of a Jewish menu, but it was, it's, un, their hot dogs are unbelievable on this like buttered bun. Um, and, uh, and then we love the matzo ball soup, of course, um, and the bagels. And I want to ask you, Rachel, if we can take like a quick side, um, tour here, like how do you define the perfect bagel? Cause I think so many people identify bagels with Jewish food and there are so many varieties. I'm from Canada, so I love the Montreal bagel, oh, yeah. but how do you define a perfect bagel? So, um, it's interesting. We, uh, one of my business partners is the pastry chef whose name also happens to be Rachel, um, Rachel Sundit. And she's very talented. And when we started on this, um, journey, you know, we were trying to figure out like, yeah, it, you know, there's this whole mythology around like New York bagels and it's in the water and they're big and they're fluffy and they're, and then certainly here in New England, we do have competition with Montreal bagels, which are very different and also, you know, sort of their own thing. And she and we decided we really just wanted to have like our bagels. <laughs> so we're not trying to compete with New York bagels. We're not trying to compete with Montreal bagels. We're just trying to make like, it's got a nice crust, soft on the inside, 
not too stuffy, not too, not too, you know, not so big that you're like, feel exhausted afterwards. <laughs> um, but just sort of like well balanced, I think. And we feel really proud of what we've done with our bagels. Um, yeah, and, the bagels. You know, are really- it satisfies a lot of. It sort of does come and meet that like I'm from New York and these bagels are amazing, and also like I miss my Montreal bagels, but these are really great. And so it's been nice. It's yeah, it's yeah, definitely a bagel because my kids are bagel connoisseurs and they love your bagels. So <laughs> That's awesome. that being said, is but you didn't start in the delicatessen, uh, whatever genre industry industry (laughs) yeah um yeah no I I did not start with delis um I just try to do this quickly but I always worked in restaurants growing up in college I parked cars um, when I first came to Boston and worked on the outside and then I actually worked inside the valet company for a number of years learning sort of the business side of things which is what always interested me um but again, like weighted tables, um, managed the different different things in restaurants, and always wanted to own a business. Never wanted to own a restaurant. <laughs> and then um, in 2004, my husband we have, were just married, and he was um, selling real estate. And he and his buddy ended up in Bay Village in this little uh, coffee shop that ended up being for sale and he and I were like, let's do it. So we bought this little coffee shop business. It was 170 square feet, just the two of us for two and a half years. Um, And it was called Rachel's kitchen. And we made this cute little neighborhood place. And from there, we there was another restaurant down the street that was um, going out of business, and all the neighbors were like, "Oh, you made our little neighborhood coffee shop so cute! You should take over this giant restaurant." And we said, "We can't do that. We're you know, we're, neither of us were trained chefs, but we cooked. We did everything in our little place." And so we got brought on two of our friends who we have along, along my husband had worked with, and asked them to be partners. And we looked at trying to open up a bigger place down the street, which ended up falling through after a year and a half. And then we found a location in uh, Cambridge and we opened up with our two partners, a restaurant called Hungry Mother in 2008. Um, Our chef partner was from the Southwest corner of Virginia. And so it was um, Southern food, but with, you know, his training, he was trained, went to Necky and French technique. And um, it was very successful. It was a really good time for what we were doing. We we all came from fine dining, but we made it, you know, we took away the tablecloths, but kept the service, kept the quality, took away some, you know, tried to make it not as pricey. And um, and it, it was just the right time. So we did that for a number of years. And then we... Uh, were sort of outgrowing that space and happened upon a space across the street, which we were actually thinking about putting a deli into. And it didn't end up working out. And we were ready to walk away from the deal. And the landlord came back and asked, um, you know, wanted us to get 
in there. It was a basement space. And we said, let's open this bar. We, we had this bar concept from earlier. And we said, this is the space. Let's do it. So we opened a bar called State Park in 2013. We just celebrated our 10-year anniversary. And at that point, we had the four partners and we brought on three others who had been working with us at Hungry Mother. And they came on as what they call themselves junior partners. And, um, and we opened this really fun bar, which had good food, good drinks. We had magnums of wine. And then we also had like $3 cans of beer, um, pinball machines, pool table, jukebox, basically the place we wanted to hang out at. Um, and that, that was going great. And then we actually ended up splitting up with our chef partner in 2015 and closed down Hungry Mother. And then we said, all right, now's the time for the deli. And so we came up with the Momolus concept and we were about to cram it into this tiny little corner space. And, um, we had our, uh, demo permits pulled and an opportunity came for a big, beautiful space that we sort of couldn't turned down. And so um, that became what is now our Cambridge headquarters of Mamala's, where we are, you know, doing everything. That's where we do our whole bakeries there. Everything's produced out of there for our other locations. And at that point, we brought on our um, junior partners came full partners, and we brought one more in. And so we're actually a partnership group of seven owners that work in the businesses. And now, at this point, we have a restaurant called Vincent's, we have um, State Park, and we have three Mamala's locations, and we're actually probably going to expand Mamala's a bit this year. So that is quite That was not short, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 but that's fascinating. And what's so interesting is um, the fact that you you were in totally different types of restaurants and bars, and then sort of settled on or not settled, but added Mamala's as a Jewish deli. And I'm curious because I think like for years and years, you know, my husband and I have been saying like, there's like no good delis in even like Brookline Newton where we live, which there's a fairly large Jewish population. You know, there's like, it's kind of the old standbys, which are just, there's old, they're just not great. And, um, and it, there's just, there's no, even, there's just no good Jewish delis. There's not enough of them, I guess. And it's surprising given the demographics of our area. So I'm curious, did you and your partners kind of say to yourselves, like, let's look and see where, what type of cuisine there's an opportunity in? Or were you just like, you kind of had this gut instinct? Like what, how, what was that process of settling in on the deli as the idea? Um, so the idea I feel like was the conversation started when we owned Rachel's kitchen in like 2006. <laughs> um, it was a very memorable conversation we had about, um, with one of our guests about how Delhi's dying, just that art. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause there used to be, uh, you know, we've been, my husband and I have been here since 1995. We used to go to the B and D and Joan and Ed's and, mm-hmm. um, you know, so talking about how meat is very expensive. I think on trend eating trends changed. Mm-hmm. Um, deli was like passed down from generation to generation and people weren't 
learning from their parents anymore, all these sort of reasons. So we started that conversation about how there was, it was dying and we needed a hold. Then this book came out called Save the Deli, which by David Sachs, which if you haven't read, it's very interesting. And Alan, my husband read that and he was like, this is, he was like very inspired. Like, this is what we need to do, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm a, you know, there's a lot of reasons it's hard. Like we're not making money. I mean, <laughs> we've been doing this for seven years and we're finally trying, we're finally figuring it out. Um, you know, it's based on, it's going to be based on a lot of volume and, um, and a lot of streamlining. And I mean, the restaurant business is hard enough. And then the ingredients that you're using are hard, are expensive and, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard business to survive in. So we understand why, you know, it, it sort of makes sense why the, the trend or the genre or whatever you want to call it has sort of started to fall apart, but there really is a revival now of mm-hmm. delis again and making it in a way that, that makes sense. Yeah. So just on the trend thing is I do remember, so I'm from LA, so people don't actually really eat yeah. bread or at all. <laughs> just just don't eat bread. <laughs> I mean, I was never allowed to touch the bread when it came to the table, but um that being said is I do remember there was this time when like nobody would eat a bagel it was like nobody was eating bagels it was like jamba juice it went from bagels to jamba juice right and then you're like where's the bagel but now the bagel's back like kids love the bagel and bagels and acai bowls are like everything (laughs) and you know what and LA is a great oh sorry no go ahead I'm not good at that LA is a great um bagel town uh not bagel deli town and a bagel. I mean, it's got like a bagel revival in LA right now, but LA with Cantor's and Langer's and Nate and Al's and, you know, they're hanging on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jill, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say like, it, it, you know, so like the bagel sort of got overshadowed by smoothies or whatever, cupcakes, whatever, whatever the latest. And then, um, and now it's sort of back and but it, when it came back, it was like, no, I'm going to scoop my bagel. And the thing, I'm just like, seriously, if you're going to have a bagel, like have the freaking bagel. And what I actually like about Mamala's bagels is that they're not, you, you wouldn't scoop them because you'd be left with nothing. Like it's not, and it's not that there's nothing in the bagel, but it's like, they're like just the right, just the right balance of like satisfying and light-ish, like not so doughy and heavy that you feel like you have to scoop it. But it's just like have the fucking bagel. <laughs> I'm in total agreement, except for the fact that in my old age or my advanced age, my body like does not like bagels anymore. Oh, <laughs> no. So I eat them. I don't eat them when I'm at work, which is probably a good thing. And I reserve them for Saturdays when I can eat a whole bagel and then fall asleep on the sofa. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, our metabolisms <sighs> obviously change. And I like that you say advanced. <laughs> I'm using that now. I love that. Well, Rachel, thank <laughs> you. First of all, thank you so much for your time. I know you're super busy. And I just really was so happy to have you on. And I know Jill was excited to meet you. Can you just remind us again where all the locations are so people know? Sure. Thank you. Um, so our headquarters is in One Kendall Square, um, by sort of by where the movie theater is. Uh, our 
Brookline location is at 1659 Beacon Street in Washington Square. And our little kiosk is in the High Street Place Food Hall, which is downtown at 100 High Street. And wait, also we do a mail order. So we're nationwide. So if you go to our website, mamalas.com, you can send packages to all your friends. Also, don't forget um, everyone out there, if you need catering, Mamalas does a great job of yes. catering. So we had, Thank you. sadly, at least one, maybe two shows last year. I'm, lo- I'm losing track. Um, and we... I don't know if they were both shivas, whatever. Anyways, we had two events at our house and, you know, typically we would go, there's like one place that does like Jewishy food and we would typically go to that place and we were like, you know what, why don't we go to Mamla's? We love Mamla's. Let's see if they do catering. And they did such a good job. Yeah. So um, definitely keep them in mind for any events and life cycle like totally events. Full service. <laughs> yeah. Life cycle events of any kind. It's, yeah. it's, it, it's a great um, resource. Well, thank you, Rachel. We appreciate it. Bye. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it also. You too. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Beaded Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts. 